Hi, I'm Abby Rosenblum, founder of The Social Modern Matchmaking and your host of Ghosted, a podcast about making dating easy and fun again so you can find your boo. Get it? We'll talk with dating experts, coaches, and real clients of mine and single people from around the world. Stick around for corny jokes, dating advice, and deep dives into the psychology behind finding love. Welcome back to the Ghosted Podcast. I am so excited for this week's episode. I feel like I always say that, but I genuinely enjoy doing this. So I'm excited to be here. And I have one of my favorite guests, right? I have one of my favorite guests, probably recognize her, Dr. Brittany Wolford. Thank you for being here. Yeah, of course. I mean, I love doing this too. So I get so excited when we get to spend more than just the couple minutes doing the Ask a Therapist, we get to spend oh, right. a bunch of time together just talking about relationships. I know. So yeah, we're going to actually have a full episode today together, and we're going to focus on online dating, which might seem a little weird as yeah. I'm a matchmaker, Brittany's working with singles to help them meet people as well, and couples and lots of mm-hmm. different people too. But you know, online dating is a thing, and I don't live under a rock thinking that everyone's going to beat someone through matchmaking. So mm-hmm. you know, all we really care about is that you meet someone, you're in a healthy relationship, we give you the tools to succeed. So we have started something called the Dating App Refresh, where we are helping people tackle dating apps in a more mindful way. And I think kind of how we should start is, Brittany, maybe you give a little background. You did your entire dissertation on online dating, didn't you? Yeah. Yeah. So I am a doctor of online dating. Perfect. Uh, A perfect (laughs) person to partner with on this. Yeah. Well, and first I'll say too that I, with clients I have, I love pairing the matchmaking with online dating where matchmaking, you're getting help. You're not feeling like you're totally out there on your own and, you know, just finding the random people you find online. And then also kind of keeping a funnel of like other possibilities as well, I think is a really great pairing to have both of those. Um, So I will too to that about Abby and the matchmaking and pairing with online with that, especially going into our database where you'll get like date nights as well. So that's awesome. But yeah, I like most all of you when uh, became in the like adult single range, definitely dived in a lot to online dating and my background in schooling and research is in relationships and relationship personality types. And so it was a really great fit. And realistically, when I first started doing the research, there really wasn't much out there on online dating. That's how how long ago it was and also how quickly all this develops. Okay. It um, and what? <laughs> it wasn't that long. But I mean, it was, I mean, but yeah, online dating just, you know, skyrocketed, especially pandemic, like definitely kicked it up a notch. But what my research found, because... I, As a lot of you will say, you're like, I want to meet someone in person. It feels better. It feels more genuine. It feels more organic. And I think that was a lot of why people don't want to do online dating is they think that it means that that relationship is less than than if you met them in person. So I really want to find out, is that actually true? Is the quality of relationships of meeting someone in person versus meeting someone online, is that quality different? And what the results found is that Actually, people who met online reported the same or higher relationship satisfaction than people who met organically. So this is definitely very much a viable thing. So even though we hate online dating and curse it and talk about how terrible it is and all of that, right? Like this is actually still a really wonderful and great way to meet people 
and we can really use it poorly. <laughs> and so that's where Abby and I come in where we're, we're wanting to make it less painful of an experience and make sure that you can have success in using it. Right. And it's interesting too, like what you were saying about, you know, we complain about online dating all the time. I don't know why. Is it more fun to just complain and be frustrated and say how hard it is? Because I feel like that is the main thing I hear when people come to me. I'm so over online dating. Mm -hmm. I'm frustrated. I hate it. But like I tell Mm -hmm. everyone, having fun dating is the easiest way to meet someone if you're actually having fun doing it. So that's part of what we do. Mm -hmm. And I think I had a question, but then I sort of answered it myself. So (laughs) we'll start again. Well, I think the big part of why people complain about it is because it's so easy to not have boundaries with online dating. And then I think that's where we like get frustrated with it, right? When we're in that like addiction part of online dating, where it's like, you keep swiping and swiping and swiping. And it just like, you can't wait to open your app to see if you have any matches, right? Online dating apps are really great at getting you addicted. And then maybe we're going on dates with people that aren't good quality or aren't good matches. And we just going on dates because we feel like we should be going on dates. And I think that's where that frustration comes from is that it's so easy to not have boundaries. Whereas before, when you lived in a small town and there are 10 options, right? Like you weren't having this like endless amount of times where you could just really cross your own like boundaries around emotional effort and time. And I think that's where people get frustrated is feel like they're wasting their time. And it's weird because, you know, we all made do, I mean, not us, but like our parents, our grandparents all made do when it was like, mm-hmm. you just met people in your community or in your circle of family and friends mm-hmm. and, you know, plus ones. So, yeah. you know, I don't think dating will ever go back to that. I don't know if there are a lot of people who are still dating like that, unless maybe you don't have internet where you are and there are still places. But, you know, I think it's just really interesting. This is just how it's going to be. I mean, until something new comes along, because I'm sure there will be something new. But at least for now, we want to make sure we give you guys some tips to swipe more mindfully. So if you are wanting to online date, which there's nothing wrong with it, like Brittany said, happier relationships. So yay. You know, Brittany, what would you say is one of the key things if you're thinking of getting into online dating? What should people be thinking about? Yeah. I mean, I think that, again, just figuring out what those boundaries are for you and really monitoring your own like emotional effort battery, right? Because we only have so much emotional energy throughout the day, right? If you've ever had like really exhausting long conversations with friends, like our emotional battery is just drained. And so thinking of, is it worth me going on these three dates this week? Or am I going to be totally emotionally spent? Or I like this person, I'm going to invest a lot in our date, I'm going to drive 40 minutes to meet up with them. I'm going to pay for everything. I'm going to set this up. It's going to be wonderful. And then they get ghosted. And then it's like, like super frustrating because they invested so much emotional energy. But I think it's really just guarding how we monitor that battery and figure out what works best for us. Like, are we, you know, if we swipe for two hours, do we feel like crap afterwards? <laughs> like that should be a sign that maybe it's set a timer and only do it for like 10 minutes at a time and then go do a different activity or only swipe when you're around your friends and it's a fun thing to do. I think it's just figuring out what feels good, what doesn't, and how to really assess that moving forward. Right. And a little teaser, Brittany and I did just have a course come out that's all about more mindful swiping online. So you can obviously delve more into those tips if you want 
to grab that. And you can do that by emailing me and I will send you the course and we're charging $69 for it because why not? And we are not that mature. So ha. do you want to check out our course? Email me, abby at the socialmm.club and we will give you access to it. And we'll put that in the show notes too if you need to copy and paste. But where I'm going with this is we're going to give you little tidbits today. So you might not need the whole thing, but you might want it more later. But one of the big things is even setting a screen time limit. So that way you can really be like, okay, your phone will tell you, put it down. You're almost running out of time. Just because I think, you know, both of us have online dated before and, you know, Mm -hmm. you could really get sucked into it if you don't have those boundaries. So I think that's a great first Mm -hmm. step. Would you say, Brittany, people should like write those down or, you know, how do people stay true to those boundaries? Yeah, I think that's the like hard part and especially... I think what's super triggering is after we've had a bad experience or like we've been ghosted or something like that, like we go back to online dating with like a vengeance of like, I need to swipe to make myself feel better because I feel crappy right now. And I think that's when we're like most at risk of violating some of those boundaries. So just like questioning yourself of like, why am I, why did I just swipe for three hours? Like, what benefit did that have to me? Like, what is that message sending to me about what's currently going on? So I think that's like a big piece of monitoring those values. And of course, it's a very therapist-y answer, right? Like, just check in with yourself. But I think that's a huge piece is, like you said, being mindful. And what being mindful means is just being aware. So being aware of why am I breaking these boundaries right now? Am I doing it to try to make myself feel better? Do I need attention? Do I need to feel like... I'm not unlovable. Do like, is there an event coming up where I've heard a lot of my friends are bringing their significant others and that's making me feel really anxious and insecure. Again, trying to figure out like, why am I reacting and acting the way I am? Because it's probably also translating into like poor dates and then relationships not working out as well. Right. Because if you're seeking validation that like you can find someone or that you're attractive or cool or funny from a dating app, you know, that might be your sign to maybe stop doing that for a little bit and take a break. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And then also being realistic that, of course, like when we get a match or we get someone interested in going on a date with us, we have a good date. It's going to make us feel better. It's going to make us feel good. And that's also the like addictive part of online dating. So realistically, yes, it probably will make you feel better. And also monitoring like, <laughs> is this a healthy amount or am I using it to like really validate me? Totally. And then I think another big yeah. challenge with dating apps is that there are a lot of people looking for a lot of different things. So, you know, people looking for relationships, people looking for marriage, people looking for something casual, you know, people looking for a third for their couple, you know, I know I have some tips in terms of navigating that, but Brittany, I'm curious for you to start with, you know, how do you make sure you attract the people you want to or swipe left on the people you don't want to be around? <laughs> you know, Abby, you just put me on the edge of my seat. I cannot wait to hear what your tips are. Please, <laughs> please tell us. Okay, fine. I'll start. I'll start. So, I mean, my biggest one that I always tell people <laughs> is if you are looking for a relationship, which is pretty much everyone who comes to me. So I'm a little better in that space is to put on your profile that that is what you're looking for. Like be as clear as you can be. Obviously, you can also have fun with it. You don't need to say like, I'm looking for a relationship. And on some of the apps, like that's a category 
where you can put that and you don't have to write it as one of your prompts. Mm -hmm. But somewhere be clear, you know, even if you say like something, you know, bring out your sense of humor in how you say it or, you know, say something a little deeper in how you put it on there, that will hopefully at least weed people out from swiping right on you who don't want something serious because that will freak them out. Yeah. I'm curious, Abby, your take on why people who want a relationship are afraid of putting that like clearly out there. Yep. It happens all the time because when we meet with people and they're like, okay, you know, they want, they signed up, they want our advice. And if they're working with us, they probably want something serious. Because if you want something casual, that's a little easier to find. You don't have as many requirements usually rather than someone you want to spend years and who knows how long with ideally. Absolutely. Yeah. So I do notice people are hesitant about that because they're worried, oh my God, am I going to like weed someone out that might like me or am I going to miss out on someone? So it really is just FOMO when it comes down to it. And I think then that leads to the whole issue with dating apps in general is that people have FOMO that they might have missed someone, the grass is greener, there could be someone better out there. When really it's like, can we just live in the present? And if you have someone good that meets what you're looking for, just let it be good. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I was actually talking to a client about this yesterday and Abby might have like heard about choice theory before. Ooh, I have, but maybe tell listeners if they haven't too. Yeah. So choice theory, the first ever experiment was like this little old lady selling jam at like a grocery store. So that was the first ever experiment of it. I can't remember the exact amount of jams that she had, but it was something like she had like one day she had three jams set out for people to test and try and then came back the next day and had like 10 different choices. And what they found out when they asked people later is that people are more likely to make a choice when there's less options and also be more satisfied with that choice when there's less options. So think about our society and our instant gratification and our 20 million different options that we become so paralyzed by that, oh that we're God. like, oh my gosh, it could be someone better out there. It even um, happens when I, what I was talking this stuff on Amazon. Yeah. Sorry to interrupt really quick. Think about when you're buying something on Amazon, you're like, oh my God, wait, there's like 300 pens. How do I pick the right (laughs) pen? And then I'm like, I quit. I'm not even getting a pen. I'll use the old one that's (laughs) over here. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And I was talking to a client about this of like, okay, like, so you're in that position where like, even when you're dating someone or you've gone on a date with someone, you're like, oh, it's okay. It's not like, like the most amazing thing I've ever experienced, but it's okay. But then that like FOMO, right, of like the different choices prevents me from continuing with them. And I was like, hey, well, what are you afraid you're going to miss out on? And they're like, well, relationship is important. This is your person. This is going to be the person you spend years with and things like that. And I was like, the catch 22 is, though, that you'll never find that person if you keep just going on to the next one. And so it's this like balancing act of if we keep, if we're trying to find this amazing person to spend you know, the rest of our life with. We're going to not do that if we keep just Xing people out because they weren't the most amazing, wonderful fireworks experience of our life. 
Right. And it so frustrates me because, you know, as I mean, you hear the stories, I set up the dates and, you know, I'm like, oh, you guys have all these great things in common, you know, all these things. And I'm like, oh, you people should really hit it off. And then I hear the same thing. Like, oh, well, I was expecting more or maybe I had a better connection with this other person. Mm-hmm. But yeah. I mean, it's almost difficult. I don't even know how we combat mm-hmm. that because it only mm-hmm. will just continue on because there are just more and more and more people in this world and more people getting on dating apps and more dating apps out there. Mm -hmm. You know, one thing that I do think helps is knowing what you want because then you can like go, you're like, okay, here are the things. They meet all five of the things. Then hopefully you can just be happy with that. Yeah. Yeah. What I always say is like, there's no, the one out there. There's no soulmate. There's no magical unicorn. (sighs) There is someone that has shared values that you make it work with. Mm Mm-hmm. That's it. That's kind of the whole game. It's just finding someone who has similar values as you and making it work. Can we make like a realistic rom-com where, you know, it's <laughs> not, you know, kissing in the rain and fireworks and this, that, and the other thing. And instead it's just mm-hmm. like, well, that date was okay. And then eventually they're in a relationship. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But people wouldn't watch that because I know. it would feel boring. That's why there's no movie that's like after the happily ever after when you get angry about the person loading the dishwasher wrong or who did laundry last. No one wants to watch that. Right. Oh my gosh. I feel like I have brought this up in so many podcast episodes. So I apologize if I'm a broken record, but you know, try not to picture your own life like a rom-com or you might get stuck single for a long time if if that's something you don't want. Yeah. And not to like scare you all, but (laughs) the more that you're dating, the more likely (laughs) I'm going to try to manipulate you all with fear now, because just in case our other explanations (laughs) change your mind that, you know, the more that we date, the more likely that we're going to end up in a really unhealthy relationship situation, right? The more people we date, the higher chances are we'll date someone who's maybe a little more unhealthy. Statistically, that makes sense, right? Mm -hmm. And it's a lot easier. So I talk a lot about like attachment theory. I know Abby does as well, but that's just like your relationship personality type. And there's like one type. This is the healthy type. This is the one we want. This is the person that has least mental health issues and has the best relationships, right? So if you fit in that category, it's a lot easier for you to go into one of the like more difficult or bad or negative categories. It's a lot easier for you to go from good to bad than it is for if you're in a bad situation to come back to the good. So good. one bad dating incident could really change you. And it would take like 10 good dating experiences to make any towards sort of shift to feel like better and more secure. So that's such a good point. And obviously the more you see this play out because you are hearing people mm-hmm. after their bad experience, then come to you and say, okay, I don't know what to do. (laughs) Yeah. And sometimes it takes like a good year before you feel like grounded again after having a like, again, this is a more like, these are pretty bad relationships and people with some really unhealthy behaviors that they're with. Um, But yeah, so you could be skipping over someone who felt boring and normal. You could have had a wonderful relationship in life with to really like mess yourself up relationally to try and find the one. 
And that's the difference. There's a difference between that and settling, which I feel like I hear a lot of people say, so you're telling me to settle. No, I'm just saying that settling is probably, you know, what I'm saying is normal, not settling. Right. But I mean, if you wait long enough and you say no to enough people, tell me if I'm wrong, but you might have to settle eventually. So really, this all just brings us back to mindful swiping, mindful dating. So you don't have to feel like you have all these negative experiences. So you don't have to feel like you're settling. So you don't have to feel like you you know, are always looking for greener grass somewhere else. So I know we've covered some of our tips, but are there other things that other tidbits we want to give people a sneak peek of in the course? Well, yeah, I think maybe just even saying everything that like they get with all of this. So, I mean, the course we, so Abby and I are unlike the dating apps where like, we're not just trying to get you addicted to swiping. We do really want like you to find a good, healthy relationship. That is definitely always our deepest goal. And so we wanted to create something where we give just a little bit of tips and advice that we use like from our own experience. So we have hindsight on, and then also using just research and other resources to make sure that we can help you have better success, feel less burned out, feel a little less resentful towards online dating. And so, yeah, it's very, there's pieces that are a little bit more like deep and psychological. There are pieces that are a little bit more practical. And then if you are like, cool, I would like that, but I'd like some more help too. We do also have where we have a great, wonderful photographer who comes in and does some photos for your online dating. And then we also will offer some like coaching pieces where I'll help you create your profile and kind of maybe figure out what some of your hangups are and how we can move forward with that. Right. And if you want to learn more, head to the website, thesocialmm.club. You can click on the dating app refresh tab at the top, go to that page. You can book your photo shoot right there, or you can book one of the other two packages where you work with either Brittany or myself, it's random depending on what day you pick. So, you know, roll the dice, but honestly, you're in good hands with both of us. And you get the course with both options. You get more time with us with the full refresh where you get, you know, you'll do the photo shoot and then we will sit down with you for an hour or I've done a couple of these ones taking a little bit longer (laughs) and we help you set everything up on one of your apps. So, you know, we help you rewrite stuff. We help you do the prompts, the bio, whatever app you're wanting to use, we do that. And if you want a more entry-level package, the mini refresh, we meet and we just give you some tips on what to change and just say, hey, you do need some new photos, maybe change your bio so it's a little more positive you know, whatever you might need. So head to the socialmm.club, the socialmm.club, we'll say it again, and click on the dating app refresh tab and you can see everything there. We would love to work with you. And if you have any questions about any of this stuff, we'd also love to hear, you know, please let us know. Maybe we can address some of the questions in our regular Ask a Therapist uh, segment on the podcast as well. Mm -hmm. So definitely send those questions in. Again, you can email those to me so we don't bombard Brittany at abby at thesocialmm.club. And yeah, we're excited to be offering this new service so that we can help people when it comes to setting them up on dates, when it comes to getting them ready to go on dates, you know, online dating. And then when you get into a relationship, then you can go back to Brittany for couples therapy as well. Love it. Always here. Here for every stage. 
right? We're yeah. just like a one-stop shop. Kind of yeah. nice. Whatever you need, we'll be here for you. Awesome. Brittany, any final thoughts, words of wisdom, advice? Ooh, I feel like the final part of that, like, I feel like I really need to like nail a good, like advice piece for that. Hmm. I feel like a lot of the advice you give is good. Don't even overthink it. (laughs) I'm just saying that relationships are very important and it's okay if dating makes you feel terrible and horrible and it hurts because you know, finding people to connect with is a really important human value. Just makes you a normal human. And so it's okay if you're wanting to like get out of that cycle or if you're feeling really impacted by that cycle of just going through online dating and feeling hopeless in that. So know that you are normal and it's okay and we're here to help. And also know that Brittany and I talk to probably at least five people every day that feel the same way you do about online dating. So you are not alone if you're not getting any matches, if you hate everybody you're matching with. So please reach out to us. We would love to help. Mm -hmm. And Brittany, thank you for being on this episode with me. Thanks for having me. Disclaimer, this podcast is produced for your universal listening pleasure. Any statements shared during our program are opinions and experiences of our team and guests. If you disagree with any content presented herein, please find another show before submitting nasty grams. This is a positive vibes only platform. If you love our show and want to connect, share your experiences, or know someone who we should interview on future episodes, please don't hesitate to get in touch through our website or Instagram. Thanks for listening to this program brought to you by Daydreamer Network. If you enjoyed the episode, please don't forget to rate and review on Apple Podcasts or your preferred platform. Your feedback allows us to rank on the best new shows list and continue to grow our podcasts in order to bring more unique and talented storytellers to the network. To check out our shows, including programs about relationships, sports, business, nutrition, leisure, and more, head to www.daydreamernetwork.com. We look forward to seeing you back next week for another great episode. Have a wonderful day.